it is the podcast. And you are sickly, and you are looking at me, and your germs have an eye on my side. I like to decide. I said, hey. I said no, and you said, let's do it anyways. No, I said, you I have text decide. messages proof. I said, choose. I said, I'll meet you at Olive Garden, and then go straight home yeah, and go to bed. And then I said, you know what? And then you said, okay no. I want to sneeze on you. You're okay with sitting across from the podcast. Gross. <laughs> I will sneeze during this. <laughs> there is, this is not COVID. I took, or I made everyone take a test. However, it is whatever this nasal thing is um, going around. And my nasal it's taking cap- by the fan cavity must sorry. be ginormous. That's what I think we have, giant shiny shit. my face is not brain. It's sinus cavity. <laughs> so Corey's sick, but welcome to the podcast. Corey and your sniffles, what can somebody expect before I get sick? Well, welcome. I'm talking in Heather's direction so she can catch all Wrong. the germs. Wrong. We are a spinoff of a group called Sugar Cookie Marketing Group on Facebook. And what we do is each week bring a new podcast to you on Tuesdays that has something to do with something that's, you know, new in the algorithm, something that's a hot topic in the group, some marketing nugget that you can incorporate into your business. I feel week. like every time you do this, you include the word marketing nugget. I do. I love the word nugget. Nugget of marketing. Chicken nugget marketing right here. <laughs> so this week, uh, to kind of start us off, well, um, how's your last week? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> I went out <laughs> So I oh, guess I'm before joking. we jump into, okay, before Corey jumps into the next issue, I guess Cookie Con tickets go on sale cookie tomorrow. Cookie Con, yeah. I have a couple questions. Okay. I don't have all the answers. Okay. Here's my question. Sure. It, it, what if you already got the room? Because the rooms went live a month ago. You best be praying. Right? You so you may not get a ticket. Be praying. However, what I noticed, the the where we went, because we were speakers, where we didn't. Where we went or where we went? The year we went. Whatever oh. I said. There. <laughs> uh, whatever I said. <laughs> Try to translate it. Uh, we didn't have to buy a ticket, but I noticed the, the ticket sold out in an hour. So. So. What if so. you bought a room and didn't get a ticket? So. Being as unexperienced as I am, you can get on the cookiecon.net website. Yes. I think it's cookiecon. And as long as the browser is open, you're in a queue. You're in a queue and then you're randomized. It doesn't matter if you were first in the queue or you're put into, as soon as it turns, whatever the time is. Okay. You are then put into a line. Let me see if I can find a time. Cookie con. I think it's, I want to. See, if you touch my leg, I swear we're going to fight. I'm going to have to pick her up and put her out. Okay. Maybe. maybe get a diet coke on my back okay so here is here is here is we're please okay so tomorrow it doesn't say anything about the tickets yet it says how will registration go a video okay i should have read uh you can also click here to learn about the process okay tomorrow january 11th 8 p.m eastern standard time they even did the the you know conversion 7 p.m central 6 p.m mountain and 5 p.m pacific wow we're, we are here to go through what you can expect at CookieCon tickets that go on sale on January so wait, 11th. which is this one for? Ohio? Ohio's. Only, yes. Only Ohio. So only the tickets Ohio. for the other one, which They're is not even are not even launching till March. Yes. I think. Okay. So here is Q. Can I read this? Sure. Okay. Let's talk about the queue. Before 8 p.m. Eastern, you'll be put into a virtual waiting room, as seen on the left. They even give you a picture of what it looks like, to wait until registration starts. When 8 p.m. hits, it will randomize the order. All right, we have got you to dispose of the time, cat. It will be. He do doesn't understand. Podcast. <laughs> Bye, <Shut up>. kitty. <laughs> you have lost your podcasting privileges. 
Okay, when 8 p.m. hits, it will randomize the order of everyone in the waiting room and put you in the actual queue as seen on the right. So before 8 p.m., you're in this like pre-queue and then at 8 p.m., you're in a queue queue. This little lottery feature that will randomly place everyone in the queue who was on the site before 8 p.m. So as long as you're on the site before 8 p.m. Eastern. What if you're on it all day? I just think refreshing you, you don't get a first slot. You're still randomized. You just have to be on the site. Uh, anyone who comes after 8 p.m. will be placed in the queue in the order they arrive. So before 8 p.m., randomized queue. After 8 p.m., after all those people. So question for you, mm-hmm. and I know you don't know the answer. Um, if a 1,000 people are on the site before 8 p.m. All of them get into a randomized queue. But they still beat you if you get in at 8.01. Then you're 1,001. <gasps> and they only sell how many tickets? I think 1,000. <gasps> so you'll wait. Uh, you'll just want to wait on this page, it says. You'll see the number of people who are ahead of you. Now, please do not get discouraged if the number is larger than the 900 available tickets. You know why? Those because me. a lot of y'all logging in with three different devices. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It says that number is often larger than the actual number of people trying to get in. One reason being that some people are trying to get on multiple devices. There you go. It's like Mark, Mike and Karen are like watching you. So don't worry too much about this. Just be patient and hopefully we'll get everyone through at a reasonable amount of time. Finally, you may want to keep an eye on this page as we'll push status updates there, which will appear in a yellow box. For example, if the tickets sell out, we'll notify everyone. This is very explained well. Okay, once you reach the front of the line, you'll be taken to our registration website, and then it's pretty simple. Just click new registration to get started. The first step there is just enter a valid email address and click continue. Next step, provide a few details as shown here. A few people or a few of these details are required. If you registered with us last year, you want to use the same email address, uh, and this page will probably pre-populate with that information. Go through the terms and conditions, grab your shirt that's included in your, oh, yeah, there's a $10 registration fee. Uh, if you want to get the ticket, um, you don't, it doesn't say the price here. Okay, but I saw it somewhere written. Here, just a few reminders: we're actively monitoring registration. There are a few different components to, to the process in place to help ensure that things go smoothly. If any part of that process goes down, we'll actively work on getting it resolved. As we said before, do not get frustrated with the number of people in the queue ahead of you. That displayed number is probably much larger than the actual number, and we'll be posting status updates on the queue page starting January eighteenth. You'll be able to come back into your account and purchase the add-on workshops, electives, and core classes. Uh, we'll post another video at, at that time. Okay. I'm digging so, it. Once you get your ticket, that allows you to get your add-on classes, which you want. But you can't purchase the add-on t- tickets until you get your the 18th. ticket. Well, no, you can get your ticket tomorrow. You can get your ticket tomorrow, but then you have to wait. And then don't just the think you got your ticket and you're good to go. You got to go find the classes that you're interested in. On the 18th. And add those. Say, say on the 18th. On the 18th. Because <laughs> you really made it okay, sound you're like. adding the 18th. I'm letting, we're finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> I don't want to finish a sick person's sentences. Okay, so uh, that's that's a little stressful, but I like the vibe. Me and Heather have never really experienced Cookie Con like as end users because our first Cookie Con, we well, they were, were core instructors. Two years break, right? Yeah. Two years they didn't have it. Yeah. And then we begged to be core instructor. No, we begged to be the speaker. The closing speaker. The closing speaker. They said, hey, we need help. Can you get more? Absolutely. And then last year, I think we had something going on. But they did two last year. They did two at the beginning. Oh, they did two at the Uh beginning of the year. Uh Okay, so this is the the year where it seems like it's all lined up to what they've always... They only did one last year. And this is the first time they're doing two again. Didn't they do Texas and they did Nevada? I have no clue. 
Okay. When you're saying that, I have to <laughs> Okay, so this year, though, it seems like it's one at the kind of beginning yeah. of the summer, one at the end of the yes. summer, kind of spring, fall. And that's kind of what they wanted it always to be. Yeah. Now I'll say they're mostly East Coast-based, not West Coast-based. It's a blast. Yeah, you got Ohio and you got Florida. First time they've ever done Ohio, they said. Yeah, and, you know, I told you last week, whatever that little Kalahari place is, is the bee's knees. Right. So, okay. Here's one thing, a little insert information. information. Once you... Information? Yeah, there's a CookieCon Facebook group. You can only join it if you get a ticket. <laughs> That's true. But in that group, a lot of people will sell their tickets if they suddenly can't go. They so, can't, uh, you know, yeah. you kind of buy your ticket ahead of time, make sure that you get in. And if something comes up, not saying that you should bank on this, but I saw a lot of people... Uh, unloading tickets kind of the yeah. week or two before. So yeah. I'd even say if you didn't get into the queue and it sells out, still, uh, still they you were can... even piecing, like picking apart someone's ticket. So mm-hmm. someone had the, the ticket and then they'll have an add-on class and someone yeah. would maybe buy the add-on class. And, and a lot of, to... I saw that happening a little bit even more than I predicted. I know. but then Granted, also, that was covid times. True. I still think it'll happen. Also, you can find a roomie in that group. Yeah. Uh, people love to to split the cost of the room so it's a little bit more affordable to now, spend that savings in the vendor hall. You may have the question, how can I join a group that requires you to have a ticket if I don't have a ticket? They, I don't think they let you in unless you do. So the workaround is there's like CookieCon Friends. I think Bonnie Beach runs it. Another great place to kind of find a buddy. They're already doing roomy searches. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh-huh. How sweet. So that'll be cool. That's tomorrow at 8 p.m. <gasps> Can't wait for the cake. Chaos. That's that's cookie chaos right there. Now it seems to me like the classes you can already see the core classes which are included in your ticket. The add-on classes you purchase additionally, right? Yeah. And then then what are these other electives? What is the difference between an add-on and an elective? You know what? I missed my elective because we were core class teaching that day, so I'm unsure. But yeah. I signed up for one. I feel bad. It was. Oh, a here's the thing. cost. I found it. Uh, Four hundred and fifty-nine. Mm-hmm. And then there's a one-time fee of $10 to help offset the software costs and so processing fees. Four sixty-nine is what you'll be parting with tomorrow if yeah. you get into the queue. Okay, here they have this. There's Okay, let's say, let's say some of you guys live kind of closer to these places and you could just make it a day trip. There is a shopper pass. 20 bucks. 20 bucks just for the vendor hall. So if you're uh-huh. like, I want to go in. And the sugar show. Is that- That's in the same. Okay. Usually it was in the same one. So the sugar show is where people... You know, you can put, you can bring your artwork, you can bring a cookie, and you can enter it into the sugar show. Um, I think one cookie, you can actually decorate it there and it can huh. be entered in the sugar show. Um, but when we went, they were in the actual same room as the vendor hall. Okay. So you went to the vendor hall, and then you could look at the art pieces in the back. Here's something I didn't know. You can just buy the add-on workshops without getting a cookie con no ticket. No way. Yeah, and the cost of that is whatever the cost of the class is. And the classes range. I think the cheapest, I and I'm remembering back for two years, was like 100 and the most expensive was 4 something. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That was an eight-hour class. An eight-hour yeah. class. Wow, people are talented. So here's what it says, and Mike and Karen have the website just out. Every question I have is answered in a table-like board. So add-on workshop, student only, gets you the sugar show. It includes the two-day shopper pass. It includes the three-day early access to the vendor hall, and it includes the add-on workshop. So you get four things. The two-day shopper pass is just two days, so you don't get early yes. access, um, but you can view the sugar show and the vendor hall. Now, obviously the cookie con attendees ticket, it includes early registration to add on workshops. So so you'll get access. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then it says the early registration for add on workshops is a week after the tickets go live. So 
Don't think that happens tomorrow. It doesn't. It does not. It happens You're on the 18th. Just getting the four hundred fifty nine dollar ticket. But in the cookie con, so you say, okay, four hundred fifty nine ain't chump change. It ain't. It's one baby bosh right there. One little baby bosh. But let me read what you get, and I just want to make sure everyone knows we're not affiliated with Cookie Con. I just think it was fun. Yeah, we had a blast. Yeah, we don't make any money if you buy a ticket or not. <laughs> uh, you get the sugar show, the two day access to the vendor hall, the early access to the vendor hall. You get the uh, add-on workshops, the early registration add-on workshops. Now, these are the swag bag with the sponsor samples and giveaways. We got I a swag bag. the swaggy bag. The it swag was bag full. <laughs> comes with actually, they're like mini cookie cutters. You got like a mini chew mat You got mini stencils, but also it had this folder. And in the folder was a lot of discount tickets. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Bakery Bake had a discount. Yeah, they did. They had, there was just, a, it was a lot was of a stuff. Ton. It was everything you didn't think you wanted and more. Yeah, so while you got physical things, you also got, and I think Miss Cookie Packaging gave one of each. BRP Box Shop gave a whole they gave box a whole set bag up. of boxes. Big old boxes. Yeah, you got like to test it out. Yeah, then you get the keynote speech, the opener, and any exclusive attendee gifts. You get the core classes. The core classes are two days, right? No, one day. Two days. One, one day. One day. Yeah, there's not a time at which you're in CookieCon and something's not going on. That's why yeah. it's such a blur. So you think you're like, you know what, we'll just chill and go to the little the little bar in the middle of the pool. You almost have to schedule it out to say, this is what I'm planning to miss. Yeah, to otherwise do there's always something to do. There's the cutter and stencil swap, which is pretty cool. It's like a table where you can give and yeah, get cutters. Yeah, you can bring the ones that you already have in. Like you give, you know, take a penny, give a penny. So you can enter and vote in the Sugar Show with a class, with the full ticket. The other ones just are viewable oh, of the Sugar yeah. Show. The closing bank banquet and award show, which is quite the fancy dinner, so plated dinner, fancy. and the people come and the wage staff and they'll like put your plates down at the same time. Yeah, type it was, vibe. And that food was absolutely delicious. People are dressing up. I'm gonna say it wasn't like prom night, but it was like your Sunday like, best. Yeah, it was. It was very nice. Um, the breakout sessions. What were those? The breakout sessions. That is when. Remember, we did the podcast live. Oh, yeah. So that kind of when Cookie Con is towards the end, the day of the keynote end speech, right? You can go to these kind of classes and stuff. So Corey and I did the podcast down there. Yeah, I think someone was doing like uh, Royalizing Eyes in one. Oh, nice. I think there was an airbrush one. Okay. Yeah. So these breakout sessions are different than electives. They're different than add-on classes and they're different than query classes. That's how much That's how much is going that's on. Cool. In and then there's a game night. Oh, yeah, there was a game night. Corey and I did. Um, we Ours said, was crazy. Looking back, we should have chosen a different one. <laughs> we should have. We should have. Uh, open demos. Open demos, you can go You can go use airbrushes. You can go use a lot of the supplies that people brought like uh, to test things Are out. Are these like, uh, this is different than the vendor hall? It is. Okay. So yeah. what could it be like Eddie saying, here's the thing printing? No, it wouldn't be that. Eddie would be in the vendor hall and he's okay. going to be, but it would be like an airbrush machine that you could actually, you know, decorate something, test something out. Do you, I think bring in your little art piece. Is is somebody trying to sell you an airbrush machine or is it just I trying somebody's? No, okay. I, I, we didn't go, so I don't know. Elective classes, choose up to two and they're included. Yes. Okay. And that's what I missed. Okay. 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 And that's on the, the main day where you're taking all the core classes? Yeah. Okay. Because I think you get, I think there's like A through D on these routes. And you get paired up with your A's and the B's get paired up with the B's. And then that circuit, you guys kind of exist together for that day, which is great to kind of find a buddy system. Yeah. Orientation, which is kind of how they launch the whole thing. Yeah. They they go over everything. It was like high energy for sure. Uppers. um, Yeah. 
okay, yes, I remember this day. And it was kind of like setting the stage for everything. That was fun. Yeah, that was like pregame. And he kind of let you know when everything yeah. was. Uh, socials and mixers. So that's the game night Corey's talking about. That was, they had like an apron where you got to model an apron. Oh, that's so they funny. did bingo. Um, yeah, you can pick any yeah. one of those you want to go uh-huh. to. They'll kind of let you know what to expect in the, so there's this booklet they give you in your bag when you join and it has everything you'd ever need it on. Yeah, you'll need that. Then the tasting event and other special activities. We missed the tasting event, but I got the PDF email to me. Definitely don't miss out on that. You get all the recipes. But someone in CookieCon, I think it's either 12 or 13 bakers, will make 12 or 13 (laughs) different samples. But like, so they made like 200 of each. And you got this little square of different samples and you could taste test. And you got the recipe of each one of them. Oh, that's so nice. I think you made one of them. I did. And And it was delectable. Okay. What, and I think they're just doing that to the goodness of their heart. They, they, I think they are. And then we have entry to sponsor raffle prizes, which I didn't realize, but that was on the final night. It was so many it was giveaways. So like many. Constantly. So first, the, the award ceremony, they tell you who won a did lot of these. Give, did we give away something? I think we did. What was it? I don't know. Was it a Bosch or an Acor or something? Bosch. I feel like we did. I think that would be more your style. Yeah, it seems like I like the Bosch. People love Bosch. You say Bosch and people light up. <laughs> it's like the second tier under saying the word Eddie. So that is what the 459 gets. You know what that doesn't include is the hotel. However, they have this room rate thing that you could use to get a discount, yeah. I think. Um, but it's crazy. It's nice to stay at the hotel it's being done at. I would almost just... suggest not to think of any other option other than yeah. that, unless you're trying to save some bucks. you will start... So what they don't tell you on here is, I what is the word when they do the trades? Yes. So you walk by someone random and they're like, do you want to Constantly. Do, a, do a trade? Oh, your bags will be so yeah. full of trades. You need to have your room so you can just go unload. And kind of decompress a little bit. It's so much. It is a lot. There's so much going on and it goes on to the late night hours. I think at some point there's like a karaoke thing that's like uh, not. It was a pajama night <laughs> and it was like unofficial pajama yeah, unofficial. night, karaoke night that they do the little final day yeah. if you stay an extra night. Well, a lot of people have this question and again, we're not making any money from there. Would you recommend somebody who's gone, would you recommend going to CookieCon? Yes. For who? For anybody. Somebody who's advanced baker. Yeah, I think community. I think it's less about learning and more about community. More about friends, friendships, community. Meeting some. Meeting some of the names that yeah. you've on, like, only ever seen Chua online. Matt's ladies there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can meet Martin Karen. Their kids are there. Uh, I'd say, and, you know, somebody like, well, maybe, you know, the classes weren't as advanced. I don't know that it's necessarily. It's like saying I went to Disney World and I didn't think the roller coasters were advanced. Like, it was more about seeing Mickey. To me, I think they have classes for everybody. They had airbrushing classes, dipping classes. You took that class where it had the humans holding yeah. hands. She, the flowered canvas. Oh. She, she is a peach. I loved How long was that, that class? class? It was a four-hour class. So here's the crazy thing is these instructors have to bring all that stuff. That was insane. She yeah. had – all of her classes were filled up because she had, like, the cutest set that we decorated for, like, eight-inch people. <laughs> and they, they were, were really cute. Cute. <laughs> yeah. And you what – so she brought the people she as dough. The, the, she brought the naked cookies. So we all had it steamed in front of us. She brought all the icing. Then we went to – It was step, a bunch of colors, step. though, right? She, yeah, I think there was seven or eight colors, mm. and we did transfers. We had to waddle over and put them in a in front of a fan, <laughs> bring them all back. So, yeah, like, well fantastic. worth it. Oh, for sure. That so was that was an add on class that you paid for separately. That was an add on class. Okay. Yes. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, I'm gonna say if you can do like a day trip because Ohio is uh, close to a lot of people. 
just 20 bucks. <laughs> it's right there in the middle of the United States. Uh, but yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So that is tomorrow. Crazy wild. Set your alarms. The tickets for Florida go on sale on May 17th. Oh, May. Same setup, 8 p.m. Eastern. <sighs> Which one are you guys going to? Okay, that's great. So let's go into uh, marketing. Now, weird topic today. Weird topic. Bogey. Bogey the dog. I have got to tell you, here's my rule of thumb in marketing. You will outsell most people as long as you are consistent. Consistency. Consistency seals a deal. And you may have the best marketing campaign in the world, but but oftentimes people just aren't consistent enough to see the results. And somebody with a subpar marketing campaign who is consistent, will outsell the person with that stellar yeah. campaign. Oftentimes I see in the cookie world, people will get busy. They'll market, market, market. Yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. get busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll stop marketing because they're so busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they'll say, where are my leads? And then they'll come back and they'll say, oh my goodness, no leads. Then they'll get busy because they'll do all the yeah. things and then they'll stop again. And that kind of wash, rinse, and repeat of confusion for their audience makes their marketing ineffective. Or at least not consistently effective. So a big thing about filling the funnel, the funnel of sales, is to fill the funnel consistently. That way you're never like, oh my goodness, where are my sales? Oh, there's too many. Oh, there's too few. Oh, there's too many. And that's so exhausting to have to kind of resuscitate a Facebook page or an Instagram profile or an email list. Because you see so often, well, I haven't emailed them in about two years. You're going to get some bounces. You are going to get <laughs> It's going to be a bouncy, <laughs> a bouncy landing. So there is, I've got to talk about this dog. This dog went missing. I've got to tell, I can read it right here. This dog in Burke, Virginia, Fairfax, Virginia, where I live, it went missing on June 11th, 2021. 20, I remember the day. The, yeah. So this, whoever is behind this, and her name is Annie. Annie, and I don't know Annie. I just Annie know everyone the in- the owner of that dog. Yeah. Fairfax, uh, Virginia, and has millions and millions of people. It's a highly, yeah. highly populated area. But she has been so consistent in finding this dog that everyone in Burke knows about Bogey. I think everyone in, in Fairfax. Fairfax. Uh, let's see. Fairfax population. Fairfax County population. What are you looking Where's at on your phone? you ever giving your son the opportunity to text you? <laughs> said, where are you? I said, I'm not picking you up. <laughs> Sad face. The 2021 cons- uh, uh, consensus. Is that when you count the people? Census? Consensus. I like that. <laughs> 1.14 million people. Yeah. In just Fairfax all County. I know about Bogey. I'm always keeping an eye out for Bogues. Yeah. Bogey the dog went missing two. Now we're going to be approaching what three was years the day ago. He went? Uh, June 11, 2021. Yeah. She, I think she, it was fireworks on accident that day Bogey got out. I can tell you because she wrote everything you need to know about it. My name is Annie. My dog, Bogey, an eight-year-old female red-boned coonhound, ran away from a home in Fairfax County on June 11, 2021. When going out for a late-night potty, the buckle on her collar failed, and the collar came off. Unfortunately, her GPS collar was being charged. She ran off into the night to eat cicadas. Oh, it was that big cicada time. Uh, since that time, I spent every day and night trying to locate her and bring her home. We've had numerous sightings. Okay, and this lady, she is not lying. She has spent every day and night for two years trying to find Bogey. The consistency is what I want to talk about because this dog, there's so many pets that go missing in this area. Uh, but this dog, her consistent marketing and relentless search for this dog has gotten this finding Bogey so pervasive in this yeah, area. we're all looking for him. And now when, as soon as you see any type of dog, she says, I don't care if you think it might be that dog, please let me know. Yeah. There are signs everywhere. Her house <laughs> It's just a, a ginormous sign of Bogey's face. And then there are laminated signs on all the posts. Yeah. 
And then she makes Finding Bogey extremely accessible. Always a phone number where you can text in an email address uh-huh. where you can uh, email in. And then if she says, please encourage to send all photos. So ease of access. The amount of marketing behind finding this dog, and I hope that the dog gets found, uh, he keeps getting spotted. He keeps getting spotted, she, which is crazy. Yeah, so here's a last post made January 7th for a dog that's been missing for two years. Yeah. The consistency in, in marketing this dog would put most cookie marketers to shame. And uh, I just think it's so interesting. You just looked glazed over, man. No, I'm thinking, I'm like thinking like <laughs> we've seen him a lot. There's been a lot of spawnings. But unfortunately, people are like, why can't you just get him? Unfortunately, there's a lot of land like that is very wooded. So, uh-huh. and this dog is super skittish. So you can't actually just call out to her and she'll come to you. She gets super scared. So right. they, everyone around the area leaves food out for Bogey to yes. eat. So Bogey is well fed, living her best life. So she, Annie, that owns Bogey, will Photoshop the dog in every season photo. Yeah. So we have a photo of Bogey at Halloween time, standing by the door, a photo of Bogey photoshopped into, obviously she really loved the dog. It does have professional photos taken yeah. of it. Um, photos of it for Christmas time to keep. It has a naughty hat on as well. That was actually taken of the dog. Sometimes I think about if I found Bogey. Like Could you imagine the joy? Parade that would be done. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, she has a reward. So w- everything behind this dog and finding it came down to Annie, the owner, being extremely persistent and consistent. She absolutely does not take no for an answer and has Every month added an update of this dog. The page, that is just to find one missing dog. She created a Facebook page for it. It's called Finding Bogey. It has 3,000 followers. It is an informational resource on how to get in contact with Annie to report any information about this dog. Um, And then constantly people, she's got like a network of pages sharing the post. She has made finding this dog so accessible and so easy to share that almost anyone could do it. Yeah. The consistency is just mind-boggling. And that we can actually tie into our own businesses. And that's what we want to talk about today is there is prosperity and consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times you'll see bakers take time off uh, dry July where people go off to their vacations. You know, your kids are off from school, so you take a large break. Um, then you come back when it's back to school and you see other bakers making money. And you're like, where am I? Where are my sales? Where are my customers? Mm-hmm. But you weren't consistent. Your customers were looking for consistency. Not saying to take a break is bad, but you can pre-plan your content. You can take a break and schedule out content. It'll be like you never went and anywhere. it's not like we're not on our phones 24-7. <laughs> yeah. Corey would know. <laughs> Corey's son would know, apparently. Um, his phone watch. Uh But yeah, that consistency is really key and we can be consistently inconsistent. So I can schedule out, you guys have no clue how much I use scheduling software to really look like I'm there. All I ever do is kind of schedule it out. When it goes up, I'll respond to the comments that come in. That means I don't have to sit down. You know, they, uh, they get into like a flow state. Where your just mind is dialed in for this creative project you're working on. If yeah. that's creating post, imagine you had a start and stop a flow state for one post every time. It would be hard to do. It's hard to maintain. So what I do is I try to get into these whatever flow states and I'll schedule out the month of posts for whatever that campaign is. That way my mind, my messaging, my branding is all pretty cohesive. And now for the next month, I don't really have to do much other than be present for comments when the posts go up. Right. Uh, and that allows me to be really consistent. Now you say, well, Heather, I'm not trying to take orders. Great. Then when they come in, just make it that you're booked. To me, um, 
Also, your posts, if you are taking orders, include a link to order. If you're not taking orders, don't include the link. Make it a little bit harder to place an order. I always say you can elongate your funnel if you want people to drop out of it or shorten your funnel when you want people to drop into it. But completely stopping the funnel, you'll have to figure out to find the water source to turn it back on again when you're finally ready. that is a lot more difficult than just to keep it going like at a nice and slow pace. Consistency. Yeah. We... When we get with a client and their page is like dead, it's so, I can see it on Heather's face and she can see it on mine. Like we have worked because now we have to wake up everyone that liked the page. because That hasn't first. heard from you in a yeah. while. Yeah. So that's your free organic reach. We got to wake those Make those suckers up. Yeah. Um, and then we have to try to reach out to more of that, of their friends and family. And, it's and kind of like trying to pour molasses, and but you need to pour it quickly, but it's not moving quickly. Yeah, it's like not right. at all. And you know that the reach is really, really hard to get. Excuse me. See, that so is I'm sorry. Fault. So I'm punching. I should have focused. <laughs> your focus. Reach is really hard to get right now. So if you have it. Facebook's rewarding pages. It'll it'll be like you had really good engagement last week. You've unlocked more engagement. I've seen your page, I mixing don't know ball. If that is true. Mixing ball is like continue your seventeen day streak <laughs> of engagement. I don't think quite fast yesterday. <laughs> but you want to stay on the good side of the algorithm. You want to create that engagement. And you know when when I'm not really pressed for more orders or more customs, you'll see me post once or twice a week. Uh-huh. But that's still something. It's consistency. And, and when you see me really needing to amp up, like for pre-sales, like it's coming down or a class that needs to be filled, I'll be posting every two days. Yeah, I want to tell you, okay, like years and years and years and years ago, I'd gotten this stabby running tool. I don't know what you would call it. It was made of plastic and it's for it goes women your, that went running. It goes on your finger, just one <laughs> finger. Yeah. And when you... Like, it's a jagged I piece of plastic. I want you to point your finger if you're listening to this and then turn it down at the, the second knuckle. That's that how, is that's where, where the this, little jabby thing comes out. Yeah, so it's a plastic thing. So really, if you're running late at night and it was your Hail All Mary pass. All it is to do is to get a little DNA of the person that's really yeah. you. <laughs> so I was like, she had just launched, I think it was even a like a Kickstarter. So. And I was into Kickstarters at the time. So I got one. And for some reason, I've never been able to lose it. It's just followed me around. I, think I got one and I lost oh, it. Oh, you did? Okay. So... I that I can't I can't describe. Maybe it was eight years ago that I bought this little yeah. thing. It's bright pink, so the robber would be like, "What's on your pinky?" It's very <laughs> pointy. Sharp. It would cause some damage, I think. I think it would also hurt your hand in the process. But at that point, you're staving off. Yeah, at that point, further. You, if, the, you if you have to use this thing, you're already in a load yeah, of crap. Already <laughs> <an issue. laughs> so, anyways, I buy it from. I think it's called Go Guarded if you wanted to look it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The reason why I remember the name is because after eight years of placing my order, she suddenly boots up the email oh, list. Yeah. I said, what in the world? I even opened it just to say, what in the world could you... <laughs> Would she like, get another one? I know you've lost it. Yeah, they now expanded to three products. Uh, and I did unsubscribe because I hadn't heard from the lady. Or yeah. she, she uses her name in the email. Of course, it's probably a bigger company than I'm me saying I'm this sure. lady. Uh, but I hadn't I hadn't heard from her in eight years. And I was like, wow, this is such inconsistent marketing. Well, I did convert by your product. I haven't heard from you for eight Eight whole years. Yeah. I still have your little finger thing, though. So are you are, – what would be a good email schedule if you had to say? One a month. So only 12 for the whole year. I don't think that sounds too crazy. I think that is good for a – Basis. A base for a small baker business. You don't want to be in someone's feed so much that they gloss over okay, the you. The loft. The DSW. Loft. 
Uh, Pottery Barn. If Sephora sent you one more text message, <laughs> Apple people, how do I unsubscribe? Oh, really? No, it just says, it says delete and send to junk. Junk, it will report it to Apple. But Maybe like, say no, stop. get out no. of my inbox. Paula's choice. If anybody has accidentally done that deal with the devil for with the 20% DSW, off. Like, with DSW, why do you have such a chokehold on me? Because like, you don't know if you're going to get that discount. But I won't. I wouldn't expect to hear from a small business every week. I would be like, what What do you have to say to me now? Right. Uh, I've seen small businesses try it. I don't know. Unless you're adding just a bunch of value-packed information. We had one client. Granted, they weren't a local business. They were more a uh, worldwide business. But they wanted email sent out three times a week. I was running out of like vocabulary words. Right. right? That was a high for the amount of what I thought the value was. I yeah. thought I was really. Oh, so we ended up actually ending that contract ourselves, that side of the contract. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, so yeah, that consistency. So build a base and you can schedule these out now. Yeah. But I have 12 emails. I would say get a little bit more involved in your marketing. I do. I like it. And if you have like, you know, we just had a holiday market in where I live over in Lake Ridge and it highlighted a bunch of small businesses. Okay. But as an end user, I would like to know like that little place to go shopping for local small businesses was on a Saturday. Here's a great thing around July. If you're in the U S you have 4th of July fireworks, create a list of places to go There's see no that. There's no one place to find it. <laughs> no, yeah. So if you create a list of just 10 places yeah. that are public viewing and free access and good for parking, you're going to have your audience frothing at right. the mouth for your emails. Or if you're like, well, Helen and Corey, I don't live in the D.C. area. There's only one place in my town. Well, tell them the best spot uh-huh. to go park. Like and just your like, secret place. Tell me how to park. Tell me if I'm going to be stressed. Is it parallel? Tell me if I can <laughs> parallel park. Uh, and things like that. Now, the content kind of sells itself towards the end. Q4 is the biggest uh, quarter for cookiers because yeah. it's the holiday markets. So I say throughout the year, provide a lot of resourceful value uh-huh. that they want to open your emails because they're always getting something without having to give you money for it. Hmm. And then when it comes to that Q4, the last three months of the year, you can really Cash start in. pushing your stuff. Another great thing is if you want to do year-round cookie classes or every other month of cookie classes, you can always include that mm-hmm. in the email towards the bottom or towards the top. And then kind of add that value. But 12 emails, 12 emails is not a ton. And it doesn't have to be something that took a PhD to write. No. It can just be a conversation. And so now, okay, if we had 12 emails, then what is your maintenance schedule for consistent posting on social media? If you were like, I'm not really taking orders, but I want to be present. I would say twice a week. Okay. So two, four, we have eight posts. One of those can be your email. (laughs) For sure. Um, what I don't want it to be is a photo and then like a bunch of hashtags that it looked like it was shared from Instagram. There's nothing that tells me you're not there. You can do native posting uh, in Facebook Planner now. So no excuses. That's a free app yeah. to use. Yeah. Ask them questions. Even if you're not there, what we want you to do is be there when the comments come. That's why you download the apps, uh, the business suite app. So when someone comments on your business page, you get a notification and you can go and comment back to them and create that conversation there. It makes it so a page doesn't seem abandoned. Another thing Heather brought up, and I can't remember if she did on a podcast or if she did it in the group, or maybe she did it on a live in the group. Could be. <laughs> it's somewhere. We just you're, don't you're know. You're haunting me at this point. <laughs> Was... Um, now that we've crossed over to 2023, a lot of your pinned posts on your pages look are, are archaic. <laughs> yeah, look it's like, like all the way back in 2022. Yeah, when I was a wee like, last. 31st, 2022, instead of like just January 9th. So mm-hmm. it's time to refresh those things so people who find your page don't feel like they Ooh. feel abandoned. 
Right, because that first pin post doesn't always display it great, it perfectly. Like it doesn't say this is pinned. It looks like it does. Did you leave yeah, it? So you're like if no one, if someone's busy and they're like, oh my goodness, this was from yeah. 2011. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the new page experience is a little bit of a better job for that, but a lot of us are still in the old bogies. Bogies in the new page experience. I'm looking at it right now. Um, another thing Bogie does really well is has a cent a central source of information, a designated email address, and a publicly advertised phone number. Every post includes all the ways to contact the owner. I think that is a fantastic thing to include in your pin post on your page. I know you like want to highlight like your best set you've ever done, but what you really want to do is give them the information they need. Maybe grab their attention with the photo, but if you can, we did a uh, collab where we actually turned all of our logos into cookies. I thought it was very genius. fun. And that would be a great one to actually pin at the top. So mm. you have brand recognition there. It's in the form of the bake that you make, mm. plus all the information they need to place an order with you. So they're not having to go up and search for it. That's what we don't want. We don't want our audience to have homework. Yeah. So, okay, we got uh, eight posts a month, one email. That's pretty doable. You can knock that out in a solid hour and a half, you two could. hours. You could. Yeah. And that's if you're not even trying, really. That's honestly this is if just, you're just maintenance mode. Maintenance mode. So when we say maintenance and like versus like active, maintenance is like I'm not trying to get new leads, but I also don't want to abandon my, my audience. Yeah, I don't want to have to restart when I'm ready to get those leads. Because yeah. we know – you have to take breaks and life happens, you know, your mental health does matter. But what it's really hard to do is to resuscitate a page versus just keep it going. Um, and if it is just the two hours, it doesn't have to be like you have to study copywriting and write a novel. It's just something to keep you in front of your audience. That's why we like a baking meme. I like anything that ties <laughs> into a kitchen. Right. So if it, if it crosses through the kitchen, I'm going to probably share it. Yeah. So that's um, just a great thing. So <laughs> shout out to if you ever see bogey please report it to the owner i can't wait for the day she finds this i want it to be me i will go to whatever parade they I have i almost thought maybe i'll walk through the woods of course if bogey's skittish i'm not she doesn't want you it says uh please do not approach okay then how will i how will we catch him? she just wants you to take a photo of it but like the update i will say her pin post is from 2021 i know but she's not a business no no and but the last post was a week ago, and it says, uh, "Oh yeah, they just have a, a lot of tips on how to on how to get her." Um, but the Annie, the owner, continues to walk from sighting area. So if you say, "I've sighted the dog here," then she will go and walk the area because the the dog knows her. Twenty twenty three is the year of bogey. Team Bogey wishes you all the best in twenty twenty three. As always, please store Bogey's number in your phone so you can immediately call us with any sighting, and then the phone number and thank you. Just really consistent marketing for a dog. And I think that uh, kind of focusing – obviously, Annie's goal is to find this dog. Yeah. She's laser-focused on yeah. it. Everything – every piece of content she posts is focused on this you know, dog. she has another dog. We wouldn't know about it. She's yeah. so focused on Bogey. She's so focused on Bogey. So a lot of our marketing kind of gets a little sloppy when we lose sight of what that end goal uh -huh. is. Kind of like, oh, I'm not really busy. I don't really want to take class. I'm kind of burnt out. And then you're – if your messaging is wishy-washy, imagine what your audience, who we already are hard-pressed to get a hold of, mm -hmm. is saying. Yeah. They're probably like, whoa, this is this is weird. Uh, we had this one client. Sometimes I check in on them. Uh, their messaging constantly changes. And you can almost see it's when the business owner has a new idea or something's not working. And the messaging becomes pretty confusing. 
confusing. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Because they don't you know. know what the goal is now. They don't know what the goal is. And even when we worked with them, I said, what? Can we figure out a single goal? And it was two business partners and they both said different things. Yeah. And I the said, same moment. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I said, you know, we got to have a primary goal and then we got to focus on that because we got to constantly remind our audience this is what this yeah. page if is for. If we don't for. know the goal, they definitely don't They know definitely the don't. And it's not – no audience is going to sit around and figure it for us. Uh-huh. And I love, man, I love family content, but I don't want it to be primarily family content and then a picture of your bakes. I want to be like, this is a baking page who happens to have a baker, not a baker. I like the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle. Yes, yes. Oh, go over that. I think we haven't covered that in a long time. Uh, The Pareto principle, the 80-20 is, it's kind of this general, like, uh, concept that 80% of your money comes from 20% of your clients. 80% of your problems come from the other 20% of your clients. This kind of broad strokes approach to marketing. Yeah. So if we apply it to what Corey just said, 80% of your marketing, of your posts are going to be very bake focused, kitchen focused, even kitchen tip focused, buy my stuff focused. And then 20% is going to be that community stuff. Yeah. That way that we can kind of say, we can kind of keep our audience on, hey, on, on brand. Onward. We're here to sell so cookies. So when they come here, if they're coming here for the first time, if they're revisiting your page for since a long time, they're like, oh, yes, this is so-and-so. This is what they do. I know that for a matter of fact, they're still doing that. So think about it this way. If you want to do 80-20, every eight posts you make, every 10 posts you make, eight of those are about baking-related things or sales posts, and two posts are community-specific. So you got the 80-20 ratio there as well. Yeah, and I think you said maybe in our February um, group collab is meet the baker yeah i figured we'd do it after valentine's day during that kind of dead air time before st patrick's went into michael's today michael's is on another planet already like valentine's day was like no you get an end cap we have easter it is spring in michael's yeah dare i say the stuff is adorable it is a cutie patootie but yeah, but they were not. So you know how we, me and Heather, when we teach um, classes, I like to take the white window boxes and add a sticker on the outside. You know, saves money. It's not custom. Um, but I was looking for these hard stickers that I buy there every year, and they were almost out. <laughs> I said, oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. So tell us about the Cookie College and its latest update. So the Cookie Hodge has gone through its first price hike since our launch. Price hike is so aggressive. I know, I price know. Increase. Price increase. Price increase. It's only eight bucks. It's only $8. It's not doing well. It's a, it's a latte. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but our goal is to make it pay for itself and then some. But I think you're going to be really excited about what we've added to it. Can I discuss Go since ahead. I am so excited about it? Okay, what we have added to the Cookie College, but it will also be its standalone thing if Heather ever can get her act together. I'm working on it. Is a class membership. And I, guys, when I tell you that I gave you the world in a basket, that is what I did. You have a picture of the cutters okay. to use. You have a picture of the Corey, I gotta say, cookies to use. I got to say, going through the email you sent me. I, wow. I may, wow. And I, I did those folder structure just like you like it. Everything was spelled out just the way Heather needs it. It was one. Well Everything was in its own little little folder, and I, I even renamed it, which I never do. <laughs> and there's a step by step PowerPoint that Heather made, and she actually redid the PowerPoint that we've had for our for much better, much better than the super cute. <laughs> we had okay, so the Cookie College, bless her souls. We said, can we test this idea, these cookie class kits on you guys? So we'd given them a PowerPoint that we use in years past to teach our own cookie classes. Cool, cool. It's not the worst thing. But I didn't like it. 
I don't like the design. I liked it, but whatever. <laughs> so I said to Corey, let me redesign it for this cookie class kits. Yeah, so our goal, and Heather says cookie class kits, which I know you're thinking like DIY kits. No, this is a ready-to-teach cookie class. All you have to do is bake the cookies, get the buns and seats, and show up on the day. So it's a kit of everything you need to t- teach a cookie class, but including the shop list. Again, you got to buy... If you wanted to buy the pans that we use, you can get that there. And Yeah, the pans are just something that we like because it makes easy cleanup. I really do like them. Yeah. And a lot of people use them really do like them as well. Yeah. And we, you try chasing those tiny little sprinkle yeah, circles. non-pareils. <laughs> yeah. And we teamed up with Sweet Pink Olive, who was making the cutters. And we teamed up with her, one, because she's super fast in shipping. So she's getting those cutters out. She got them out next day, which was insane. But she's also providing, you can order the STL files from her or the physical cutters from her. Yeah, so Australians who are like, you guys are on the other side of the world and shipping's a billion dollars. If you have a 3D printer, you could get them printed. Yeah, you could do it. So what is what did you name our, our first class? Warm winter. Warm winter. And it's all the things you would warm up with winter. So we got a sock cookie cutter. A, we sweater, a sweater. An Ugg boot. A sock with stitching on it. A, a hat. hat and a mitt using wet on wet. Again, this stuff. And I'm not the decorating twin, but I can teach this class. So I got it because I'm trying to build out the spread <laughs> the the slide deck. I was like, this will be a solid class. So the way the cookie college works is the cookie college is $76 and gets everything, which is going to include this new membership, the cookie class kits, which is also going to be a standalone membership. If you're like eh, 76, I don't want, I don't care for anything else. I just want to teach oh. cookie classes. Yeah. You could sign up for just that. And that'll be the old price. That'll be $68 a month. And each month we're getting caught up. Right. Yeah. On Valentine's Day. But I will say the cost for the classes is 68, but the college is only 76. It's almost like we popcorn people up and we do (laughs) that thing. We break. But we're excited to launch that. Sweeping Olive is getting me the um, class. What is your theme for Valentine's Day? It is We Go Together Like. So we have two sets of We Goes Together. I think um, we have a cookie and a milk. Oh, cute. Yes. We have cake and ice cream. <laughs> what was the last one I did? Everyone oh, a donut and a, and a latte. That's adorable. So I am excited about that. It'll be fun. And I said to her, chonky cutters. Go chonky or go home. <laughs> I like it. You got chonky men I know, and, I a chonky, <laughs> and a chonky sweater. Uh, so yeah, that'll be cool. So each each month, or you could you know sign up for one month and skip the next month, you can get a complete set and i've been working on the promo photos so yeah we're going to include the post you can make to social media the copy to sell the event bright tickets yeah i use Eventbrite. you can use whatever you want um and then the cover photo the event cover so that you can post it yeah. on facebook or event our instagram you can actually see how to decorate them <laughs> oh nice because i using it for content do you want to send me those mp4s no no why? Because that I cannot be dedicated to making this every single time. Um, you can find them on the Instagram. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. great. Uh, very cute stuff. I thought you did a great job. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to check that out, that class uh, is already added to the Cookie College. The standalone membership, I'll launch when everything else is ready to go. So in the next couple of days. Next couple of days, hold her to it. If we are on here next Tuesday. But I say, less the marketing person than me not to speak up. Why not just sign up for the college and just get everything? Oh. There's over 90 courses. It includes the digital downloads, the Baker's Business Basics, and now the Cookie Classes Kits, and then all the Cookie College stuff. As well, the Cookie College is the only one that includes that private membership. Private. If I do say so myself. Um, but really excited for what we're working on in 2023. One thing for the Cookie College, i got to brag on myself a bit. Uh, we decided to do a group challenge every month. Now, yeah. January, I took December's day-to-day 
data days of December challenge and scooched it over to January and we did something else in December. And then for January, I built a spreadsheet in Google Sheets that has a dashboard overview of your marketing funnels effectiveness. Nice. All you have to do is bag them and tag them. Just upload your leads, tag them as active, open, loss converted. You can also tag them in their current cycle if they're in waiting oh, pickup yeah. or they're this closed. This was that graph thing you showed me. Yeah, I got it. Guys, it was gorgeous. I got to say, it was gorgeous. Heather spent all night making this graph. And all you have to do is input your numbers and it'll spit out some information. And it'll spit out uh, from this dashboard that's including the cookie college of the January challenge. It'll say your number one lead source, the top person buying from you this year. Yeah. The number one referral source, whether it be a Facebook group, Google ads or yeah. stuff like that. The number one city. Uh, that's referring you work. If you only work in one city, well, then you know what it is. <laughs> you don't have to do any guesswork there. And as well as uh, the number one product that you're selling. So you can see what your bestseller is. So the goal is to fill this out now, because when we hit January of 2024, you are going to have some data. That data. And that comparison data is what you need to really hone in onto your business and not just play the guessing game. Me and Heather love when we hit a one-year anniversary of anything we've tried, uh, because we can say, oh, let's sit down and review the data and see what worked and what did not work. Interesting thing. So obviously the data I got to track is the cookie college. So Corey and I have been flying a bit blind up until we got to the year after we launched. So every month, at, so we launched August 31st, 2021. Yeah. Every month was a whole new month of no data. We were like, I am unsure. <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't project, we can't forecast if we don't have anything to forecast on. So every Monday we meet and I update the numbers. So now, because I've done it every week for an entire year, Corey and I know what to expect, the ebb and flow of this business model in 2022 and 2023 as we crossed over into the after the year mark. So now we know a lot of cookies, just like we predicted, <laughs> take off in July. <laughs> they do. <laughs> a lot of them come back in December. Uh, so it's just really having that data is power. Now, the big thing, and you're going to know, you're going to hate that I say this, is you got to keep up with it. I sit down with my finances and YNAB every Sunday. Yeah. And I'm reckon I have a little come to Jesus moment with that trip to Walmart I shouldn't have taken. <laughs> Target, do <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, staying active on data. Like I did tell people, can you automate this spreadsheet? Probably a lot of it, but don't. Manually import it. Yeah. Get your hands dirty. Touch everything twice. Uh, you That's know? true. I, if I don't touch a cookie cutter, man, I'll forget it. Yeah. Today so, I was going through and I said, oh my goodness. Corey also would like to pull you guys for this cookie cutter. She can't figure out what it is. Oh. <laughs> I even asked Heather. She's, I don't know. <laughs> it looks like a cauldron. Chris said, I think it's heart. I said a heart cauldron. I think it's like a heart monster. A monster with oh, hearts. Oh, and if it's a monster, head. it could be anything. I don't know. I will post in the baking group and ask you guys. It's a mini one, so whatever it is. Oh, it's mini. It's tiny. No. Yeah, I would be curious. I will give you a little bit of a shout out. Me? Heather did one of our group challenges was it was like a reels push but i said hey can i do it on tiktok do you mind <laughs> i do not mind she do not mind but i just finally got ten thousand followers on tiktok just hey. by posting once a good day good job was this a shout out for me or you <laughs> you <laughs> couldn't have done it without you but it was mostly me. <laughs> but it was consistency and it didn't take much more than what i was already doing it's not like i had to like really put myself out there it's just me decorating a cookie and explaining what I'm How, doing. what is your posting frequency to TikTok? once a day <gasps> at Yikes. 8 a.m that's crazy that's it consistency though as they it's say all, what over and that. it's always under a minute <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, okay, so Corey did an ASMR one today. I did. I've never done ASMR. Someone in another group of another group of another group had screenshotted this, like, place Lips where you store makeup. Lipstick holder. Lipstick holder. You know, they're kind of made of that plasticky thing. 
What am I talking? What is that I thing? I don't know what you're saying. Acrylic? Acrylic. And uh, you kind of put it together and you can put in those gels. The Amera it gels? It's perfect. You call them Amera gels. They're Amera color gels. Whatever. <laughs> I've gone to the Amera gel <laughs> site. It's perfect room. for those little bottles. <laughs> and you put it together and under a minute, but it stores it, but you would use it, right? I texted you. Would you actually use that? Yeah, or you're just doing it for content? I think it was great. I told you. I texted I'm, you back. I'm telling them on the podcast because oh, they're I not involved in our It sneaks it. Okay, I've had my Americolors have been stored in the boxes they come in. Just imagine that box. Because here's the thing: imagine. I gifted you that thing, and it fell apart. Yeah. I picked it's, it up on a side. It's been taped. <laughs> it's so colorful. Americolors should sell something to hold those things. That but is that the box. lipstick thing is perfect for. But it. now, how many does it hold? It doesn't hold the seventy. Seventy. No, here's I don't. I have I stared at the box. I swear I got a nifty fifty set. And that lipstick thing said it held 64 lipsticks, but there's leftover Nifty 50. <laughs> I think you have a Heavenly 70. There's no way. Because look, if it holds 64 and you have six left, do you have six left? I have to go count. I'm <laughs> going to count as soon as I get home. Because I, that box I also gave you, I know you've used it and that one's an old box that I gave you, that we gave you for your Christmas last yeah. year. That was the same, that, that looks like the same box. I don't know. It's really nice. If you want to see it, I unbox it. And I was like, oh, yeah, should I do a voiceover? And I said, you know what? This is kind of addicting to listen to. So it's me cutting up on the box. <laughs> I thought it was good. How, how long was that? A minute or less? It was under a minute. Okay. I always shoot for under a minute. Because you want to post them to Instagram as well? Because people don't – the what I've seen that performs better, even though I like consuming three-minute content, people <laughs> want to do under a minute content. Here's the thing. Speaking of maintenance, even you're like, well, I'm not going to post uh, every day to TikTok. Corey will make a post and post it to TikTok. And a couple days later, I'll see it posted to Instagram. And a couple days later, I'll see it posted to the Facebook page. And a couple days later, the same piece of content will be posted to the baking Facebook group. And sometimes – It'll be the same video with a new voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then a couple months pass and she'll use the same content again. So really getting some runway out of this content, it's, you know, you can yeah. really kind of, and Corey doesn't post to Pinterest, even though I told her she should. And yeah. YouTube shorts would also be two additional places where you can add that content. Now, add it to stories on both Facebook and Instagram and you've squeezed the juice from that content. And when very. I squeeze the juice from the content, I just feel so good. I feel so accomplished. Like this time and effort went everywhere <laughs> and i don't think i know you're putting some effort in there but you're not doing anything crazy it's not heavily edited you i'm not use, doing what, it on a fancy camera she's I'm using her iphone it on, my, on my computer to edit it is on my iphone i'm using InShot, and I'm, you're voice recording through your iphone yeah so you're not no external mic or anything no it, and it's all right there so Corey's room made it really easy to produce content which is great like why increase you know funnels that we're talking if we have to get a camera we have to get a Third oh, lights or something. I you have to that get would it. Be the first thing yeah. I'd, I'd quit for it. And you might be like, well, I don't know what to show. People like to see what I bought. <laughs> they really do. They were like, what did Corey buy today? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so funny. We had a lady attend. She had bought, uh, we had somebody drop out of class last minute. And I said, Corey, can I post to your mixing bowl page yeah. that we have this ticket? And this lady immediately buys it within 10 minutes. Great. She shows up to class. Great. She's super nice. Uh, and then all of a sudden, she shows up on a sugar cookie marketing reel. And she said, this is a class I took. So it just goes to show you that this content really gets yeah. around and kind of really helps grow your audience. But again, you can have the most well-formed, beautiful, stunning video. But if you're not consistent with it, I'd rather five kind of crappy videos that you were consistent with. You almost said Corey video. <laughs> it's a crappy Corey video. Uh, let's go to some text messages. you mind? Sure. 
Hello, twins. It's Olivia here from Olivia's Small Batch Bakery in Plano, Texas, another Texan I know, but I have lived most of, most of my life in Fairfax. No so way. I love hearing about Tyson's Mall. Corey and I were at Tyson's last week. <laughs> this is a long one, so bear with me for a minute. First off, thank you so much for creating a community. I feel like we have surpassed cult status and would be an official religious group with our big following, <laughs> plus our Facebook rules could be the guidelines, <laughs> quote, unquote. Secondly, I just finished the Baker's Business Basics courses, and it was such a good confidence booster. It really makes me feel like you have a strong foundation and can be successful. I am a about, finally, I know, sw- to switch over to the Cookie College, insert reminder about how your grandfather into that old price. Yes, I got to add that one in there. And finally, my question, Heather, how is your new keyboard going? My care cord. Oh. I even practiced on it last night. If I sh- showed you guys my progress in the keyboard app I'm using, you would be disgusted and think that I'm lazy. <laughs> I was watching you type in the courses and wondering if you were using it. And Corey, how do you balance being a mom? Working full time and baking. Can someone say Wonder Woman over there? <laughs> Wait, I have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my little one is just over a year, and I'm struggling to balance working at another bakery in the morning and taking my own orders and being a mom. Any tips would be amazing. I'm sorry this is so long. Uh, feel free not to say it all. <laughs> Thank you, guys, both again. My favorite twin is Heather. Just kidding. Of course, it's both. I just figured Heather would be the one to read this. That's like you know me so well. Wow. Olivia, are you the third twin? Are you sure you don't want to move back to Tyson's and go to the mall? Yeah. So, Corey, you are the parent. You are texting your child. <laughs> yeah, it's called uh, doing two things at once. Never focusing on one. So what would you say? If you could only give three tips for the balance. I know you don't have great balance. I don't. <laughs> What would you say? Okay, one thing I always do, and your your child is a lot younger than mine, um, so you got some of that leeway. But I always like to designate some time just to that kid, whether they're just talking your ear off about something you really could care less about. Amen. Mine last night was a game. I love to spend that time while we're eating something. So me and Arch will go out, just me and him, every Sunday. You guys are religious. About your Olive Garden journey. <laughs> Olive Garden slash California tortilla. But I make sure that he has like that one time and space where it's just about him and me and growing our relationship. Um, sometimes do we just sit in silence? Sure. <laughs> but it's really about giving these people their independent time so they feel special so that when you go and you dive into your own thing, you don't feel any guilt. So it's scheduling time. I would say schedule it. You are you are very scheduled in on your Sunday. I don't even text you on Sundays because I know you're doing that that one on one. It's hard to schedule with a little one like that is under. You a just year force old. him to go. Oh, a little one. I <laughs> just make our shoe. I think Archer makes you go. No, you're really on their time clock. But right. If you can. I'm not saying like they're a cat, but if you can tire them out during your hour, I would say also kind of use it scheduling. If the if the Bieber goes down for an hour yeah. or two, just. Get what you can get posted up, and I'll buy you some time. The more I find, and not a kid haver right here, a feeb haver though, uh, the more I find that I can batch do stuff and then put it up, you know, say like, okay, that's taken care of for yeah. the month, then it really frees up my brain to make room for other things. And if that is a kid or if that is a hobby or if that is a side project yeah. or a side hustle, that's In the great evenings, way. I'll prep for what I need to make tomorrow when Nate is cooking. I don't cook. Um, but it allows us to spend time together while I'm also doing two things at once. So he can tell me about his day while I'm making the icing, you know, just prepping. Are you everything. listening to what he's saying? Never. <laughs> <laughs> he Man, says, okay. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. I'm not going to say. I can't, couldn't imagine it. Sometimes I'm hard to juggle and I only have to look out for one I person. Know. I don't like 
what is Heather doing right now? Probably making a PowerPoint. Why do I have so many practicing pets my and people? And you <laughs> brought the pets in on your own. They <laughs> what were was I thinking? Kicking the list, room. They just follow me around everywhere. Ray follows me while I'm vacuuming. Ray's her husband. Of- I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Ray's my dog. Scared of the vacuum. So he'll the vacuum will turn on. He will run. He will take he things. He will trip game. over the cord and pull it out of the wall. And I'm um, like, I have done this to myself. Yeah. Another thing is too is just hiring out. Uh, hire the things out that you don't like. If it involves a cleaning company, if it involves, you can't tap your life. If when it's it involves to the, like, if you don't want to do the invoicing, hire a VA. Hire a VA. That's a great one. Hire a marketing company. If that marketing company is too expensive, maybe hire somebody who's just learning it, a friend of, you know, somebody in college. <laughs> I know Heather likes to take a Monday off to, like, um, follow up with things. So she's not. She doesn't bake any day, but she says, don't bake on Mondays and use that day to, to you know, follow up with orders. Follow I, call, up with I call my free space and I've picked Friday. Yeah. So when somebody calls and they say, can I schedule? I say, booked on Friday, but what do you think about Monday or Tuesday? And then, and then when I come to planning out my week, I don't budget anything for Friday because it's my overflow day. And if I don't have anything that overflows a day, I can either pick something from next week and alleviate it there, or I can just take a day to myself. Yeah, but as like do what people with no kids do, you know. <laughs> bakers, I know, like to do pickups on Saturdays and Sundays when most parties happen. So you might choose a Monday or a random yeah. Tuesday or something like that. This is probably your slowest day. A lot of people will say that for admin work, you know, stuff like that yeah. to kind of get ahead. Great question. Olivia, please move back to Tyson. Thank you. Another text. Hi, it's Jen again, way over here in San Diego area. While I'm editing my Google business profile, also called Google My Business in the past, I noticed that I can add my business to Yelp as well. Is this something you recommend? Why or why not? I'm going to tell you my experience. Yelp (sighs) will scrape your data whether or not you want to be added to it. I once worked for a company and they said, can you get us delisted from Yelp? No, you can't. And so much so that Yelp will sue you. (laughs) The lawsuits of Yelp and businesses is fraught with controversy. Controversy. And it is not an app that I really like a lot. But But it's it's okay to be on there. It's okay to be on there. However, consider this. A lot of – so Yelp has this algorithm. You know, there was a, once a member in the cookie, the sugar cookie marketing group, and she was like, hey, I actually worked for Yelp. Everyone says that we purposefully go in and hide reviews. She said it's algorithmic. So she's like, I can promise you we don't, even though it may feel like that. But I will say that that Yelp algorithm is not in your favor. So they don't want anyone getting fake reviews or paying someone to do reviews. So they'll hide a lot of reviews. So if you like maybe get four reviews in the same day, like you you did a reviews push and you asked your audience to they go. They don't leave, want you to do that. You, they'll hide all four of them. I it's it's really bizarre. Uh yeah, it's they really crazy. Also, if someone that works at Yelp finds your phone number. They will never not call call you. They call me for that company I'm talking about still. And I said, hey, guys, haven't worked there in a decade. Yeah, if you want to take me out. I even say, here's here's how to get to the decision maker at this company. I'll give you. And they'll be like, thank you so much. And then call me a month later. Now they will call you from their cell phones because you cannot screen that it says Yelp. So it'll be like, David. I feel like they're using a Salesforce burner number. I don't know. I'm like, dude. I'll look it up and I'll be like on David's. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So should you be on Yelp? From an SEO perspective, I'm going to say yes. If you have a great business, if you have a really uh, strategic policy on refunds and you're really good at working with clients to kind of go to resolutions. You used to be huge as far as a Yelper. What was that? Uh, Yelp Elite. Oh, Yelp Elite. I was a Yelp Elite. you think you discovered new businesses on Yelp? 
The Yelp elite had this private newsletter that would tell you when a business was opening and they would invite the elites out to go give their honest reviews. So in a way, oh, it was so almost was like fake manufacturing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to the Ann Pizza Tyson's. On Yelp, like I've had people message me like, what, what's a good time to go to the store that you left a review on? Oh, really? No. I don't know. I think Yelp is kind of a, a dying breed, I'll yeah. be honest. Because what? Because people Yelp's, know it's manufactured? Well, look at Yelp. Yelp traffic typically comes from a Google search. Google has yeah. now implemented Google My Business, Google or Google Business Profile. Google wants that traffic they and do. doesn't necessarily want to share it with Yelp, who's charging for advertisers. Guess who's also an advertiser? Google. Google wants your advertising yeah. dollars. Because I know Yelp was really good for like 10 best ice cream places. I'm really like, great yeah. SEO right yeah. there, right? But Google also has maps now. and So would I recommend getting on Yelp? I think you'll get on there regardless if you want to or not, if they figure out, because Yelp kind of does a whole scraping thing. Yeah. Why not claim your business before... Yeah. I can create your business and leave it a bad review <laughs> yeah. if I wanted to. Yeah, so so take the onus now, and if you get can, in front of it, yeah, and then when you it. get that bad review, you'll get notified about it. You can build it out. Um, you can yeah, optimize your, it. It's nickel and diming it, to even have like to add a photo. It's like me yeah. like to add a photo to change your cover photo. It's a dollar a month. Like goodness, you know, I know it's breathe. such a love hate relationship. They used to be like the best, and then I feel like they hit their peak and have come down a bit. Yeah. So that is crazy. Um, that takes us through. Oh, here's a quick question. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of previewing these. Hi, twins. I'm listening to the podcast just now. And I found myself with this burning question. If Heather doesn't do cookies and she even hates baking, how do you two, how did you two ever start teaching cookie classes together? I'd love to teach with my sister, but she would never go for that because she's not a cookier. So wondering how Corey got Heather to do it or why Heather wanted to do it. P.S. Can I get a little Amazing Grace snippet? Amazing grace. How did we get into? <laughs> how did we get into cookies? <laughs> okay, when I got into cookies, Heather did not. But I said, you know what? I can write a script, and we can just, you know, wing this thing together. It, we got into cookie classes because you had a mat. You got mad at me, and to bribe you to like Megan, I said we I'll pay for us to class. But I said we can teach this class. Yeah, when we walked out of class, Corey's like, I feel like I could teach that, and she said you can play logistics. So what so. I did, because it is good to have two people in there, I wrote a script. Me and Heather practiced that script because Heather doesn't know baking. And you know how we talk like a bazillion miles a minute? Sometimes we have to catch her breath. So I would say a part, then I would look at Heather. She would take the next part. And now we have it memorized so much. And Heather now knows like, you know. Yeah, it's not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that she can. But it was really that script that really helped us because Heather was saying like, "Yeah, take your scribe and do it in a circular motion." She didn't know what a scribe was. Or she only knew what a circular motion was. But her having that script in front of her really helped her. And we went through the script remember. a bunch of times, we did. and it really helped. Now we've done it so many times that we don't necessarily need the script at all. Uh, and then I've seen Corey do her thing so much so that I can kind of tell you. But I do play 100% of logistics. So Corey never sends any of the emails, there never sends the reminders, never uh, gets people, handles credits and stuff like that. She doesn't necessarily – well, now you post to social media a bit more. Thanks. <laughs> finally signed into the Instagram. I got to notification. Uh, so, and then, yeah. So I do all logistics. Even though I actually do email as Corey, benefits of being twins and sharing the same face. Yes. Uh, and then Corey will kind of teach the class and how, and then I'll kind of run through yeah. keeping honestly, the class on. You would not time. know Heather didn't know how to bake until someone's she like, can, can you help me? 
But Corey, we're going to need you up to the front. <laughs> if someone asks a technical question, I'll just snag it out of the air and answer real quick. Corey, when I say baking powder, <laughs> do I mean baking soda? <laughs> uh, but however, when the classes start, I do let people know that yeah. I am on this side of the table and that Corey is on the decorating side. And together, we are twins united. Heather says, I'm a professional taste tester. <laughs> And then I get some chuckles and I'm like, you're my people right there. I hear, I hear you. Uh, real quick, last one, iPhone tip. Enable the feature where you can tap the back of the phone and it will take a photo and screenshot. Corey's just okay. eyes no, 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 no. glossed over. I actually dropped my phone. <laughs> what are you doing? This I don't know. Last time phone. you kicked it across the room and it sent a report. <laughs> yes, a full-fledged report to the IRS. Do you have taxes? <laughs> so I have the double tap feature. Okay. You I have questions. Back. Questions for you. I was in the car the day I needed to navigate home. Went to take a screenshot before I left, but it also took a screenshot of the map. So it was two screenshots. Huh. There you go. Why? How? I don't want to take a screenshot of the map, folks. Tell me how to stop taking a screenshot of the map. <laughs> so what are you trying to? What action are you trying to create before you? What are you trying to do? That Just screenshot like something, like a comment or something that. So I and then it's taking to. the map. It's taking a screenshot of that, but then also duplicate a, another screenshot of the map. Are you driving? No, like when I was. It's going pricing. To, I'm telling on you. So it's taking two screenshots. GPS. So when I was in the gas station, I took a screenshot. It was always taking two. Interesting. Yeah, but it was like I could send you exactly where I am in this random screenshot. Can I ask if you had – I know I only know Google Maps. Did it have the picture in a picture where no, the little is, square – I was using Apple Maps. You are using Apple Maps? Apple Maps. Who uses Apple Maps? I don't think that's a prize thing. It's, I don't know. It just pulls it up there. Interesting. I used to use Waze because it does, like, scream at you when there's a cop. Yeah. Apple does not. Okay. Did you see all the ones on the drive back today? I know. So I'm like, Apple, you're doing me a little burning. Okay. I would switch back to Waze from also, what I hear. Also, complaint with Apple now that we're on the subject. <laughs> who, why, when I copy something 661, who brought this up? You already did the clipboard. Yeah, I need you to text back in, 661. Um, when I copy to the clipboard, I understand I can only copy one thing at one time. We covered that last week. But why does it forget what I copied in two minutes. Why well, can't the clipboard it just thing, remember? The app isn't even remembering. No, the app does. But so the app will hold five things that okay. I need to remember. But Only when five? that one thing that I need to remember and I copy and paste and I take two extra minutes to get where I need to paste it, it will not be there. Okay. I have to then go back and get it and come back. That and just paste seems it. like such an easy feature for Apple. I the, know. The kind of clipboard, the comprehensive clipboard. I can, this one I think saves 20 things to it. That's what I. That's the one thing I will say. That was nice. Mm. Samsung um, phone in hand feels like absolute trash. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone got a, a feisty on the last podcast and said Google Pixel is where it's at. If you Google want Android, Pixel? so many people. Someone is like catch DM the page and was like, and her name was. Like, she was like, I just want to say Google Pixel, and that was the fifth person. Are who you said, going to? Because you're literal Google. <laughs> Google. Google said, Google sent me, they said, here's your decade in Google Maps. I, my entire you can life. take that with you. No, I know. I just want to tell you, I have not traveled a lot. <laughs> this thing, I, was, I feel like Google travel, Maps. Do you think what I have to not travel. <laughs> you went to Ohio one. Uh, Google Maps is like, baby girl, you can go to the West Coast. It is available and open for travel. <laughs> Once I went to Denver and did the, snow, the I'm never, Alps. I'm or, just like. The Alps. The, uh, the Alps. <laughs> I went to the Alps of the Denver. The Swiss Alps of Denver. <laughs> well, where did you go? Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> 
Okay, let's go to sponsors. You're feisty today, and I want to get you listen. off this podcast. I don't like your attitude. Listen. listen. Everyone on the podcast don't like it either. <laughs> My voice is scratchy. Okay. Sponsors. sponsors. <laughs> Sponsors number one, AE Core Backers. If you're looking to up your photo game, you need a good foundation. And you can find that with an AE Core backdrop. They're matte, waterproof, food safe, scratch resistant. Need I go on? If you like any of my photos, they're always taken on a food safe backdrop by AE Core Backers. Want to save today? Grab you 20% off using the code SUGARCOOKIE at checkout on www.aecorebackers.com. I feel like we're going to have a jingle after the AE Core <laughs> Backers for when you're taking photos. <laughs> Photography. <laughs> Photography. Uh, the second sponsor, really awesome, Eddie, the edible printer, they'll be having their free EddieCon. <laughs> Someone called it EddieCon in their group, and I was like, that's hilarious. I don't know why I like it. But EddieCon is in January soon, I think almost next week, I dare I say. So. Uh, but Eddie is a direct-to-food printer, meaning you print directly on cookies. You can print on – I'm going to say no cakes, donuts, yes. They can do buttercream tops. Buttercream tops, yeah. M&Ms, Mentos, men with toes on their <laughs> uh, And, yeah, it just is a direct-to-food printer. It's pretty fascinating. It is 3,000 buckaroon skis. However, a lot of people – uh, I think the Wildy, the couple, yeah. they were like, we paid for him in six months. He paid for himself and has Karen. since then. Karen. Who is TikTok Karen. bestie. What's her TikTok. handle on TikTok? Do you know? Custom Cookies by Karen. Custom. She's a big speaker. She at is teaching EddieCon. at that EddieCon. Yeah. And she goes live every single day on TikTok. If you just need some background noise, she knows how to decorate and talk at the same time. Oh, one of those fancy people. <laughs> yeah. But she actually um, is teaching at that thing. But she also said that she got an Eddie. She was one of the first people. I think she said she was one of the first 20 to get an Eddie. And she paid for it with her first three orders, her first three quarter ah. orders. Uh, and she does the Eddie's printing on she transfer now. All the time. So if you wanted to go see it live in action, she's she's printing on something all the day. So. Wait, so go see her live or go see her on TikTok live? No, you can see her on TikTok live. Okay, very yeah. cool. So either go see her in person or go see her live on her on your yeah. phone every day. Yeah, and say hi, Karen. Cookie talk? Corey's loves is, cookie talk. It's the only thing she, she's not are, been shutting up about yeah, it. I just happened upon this. This realm of cookie people on cookie talk. Don't you but say they all respect their they times? All, they so all they won't go, go live, live at the same. At a different time so everyone can go and support each and every other person. How many cookie years are on cookie talk? I would say there's like 500 normal people <gasps> that are always wow. circulating. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then Karen, if you're not at 1,000 people, at 1,000 people you can go live on TikTok and like add a link in your bio and things like that. She will do this thing where she tries to get – these newer bakers up to a thousand. Oh, how nice! And then she does like a giveaway. Oh, how nice! Yeah. And she teaches classes. Cookie talk, Karen. And then tell us about bacon bake. Bakey bake. Also, is- I, I see a lot of people comment. And I don't think they're bakers exactly, but they comment on your reel saying, can you please give me the royal icing recipe? It's the one from the back of the bakey bake bag. <laughs> yeah, would be stealing it from the back. Can I post that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you need bakey bake to use it, right? Yeah. That's, okay. I just, it's just on the bag and I was like, oh, I'll use I'm this. Sure. And, she said, and it includes bakey bake meringue powder. It does. Bakey okay. um, bake makes a brand of meringue powder called Royal Batch. And it is something I absolutely swear by. I 
when she first sent it, I was like iffy about it. But then when I used it, I said, oh my goodness. And I have used it every single day since. It is fantastic. It already has three major ingredients in it, which is corn syrup. So you get that softer bite. You get more of that shine when it dries. Um, it also has vanilla extract in it. So you're not having to add that to it, uh, which I think is fantastic. It gives it a nice taste. Um, and you can add a lemon extract if you wanted to, too. Um, it also has white food coloring, which is great. Um, so it, it just, so you wouldn't need a Mary gel, Mary color gel. You wouldn't need a Mary color gel, a Mary color gels. Oh, my brain they says whatever you think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do a reel on those powders. I think he would like to see it. You can save 10% off of Royal Batch by using the code TWINS at checkout. She is restocked and reloaded, ready to go. And she ships to Canada. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yes. They're going to cost you an arm and leg. I do We're <laughs> Canadians. Someone said they needed a, a cookie mule to bring over <laughs> cookie cutters to Canada. We are running. We are running a, a giveaway on Instagram reels. We are? Week. You and I are? Yeah, you don't know about it. Okay. Um, but they did say if you're close to the border, you're included. Who is? Remember Karenology? She has cookies by Karen? boxes. I'm sorry. Is this cookies by Karen? No. Oh, Karenology. you've got to switch the Karen's. Karenology Instagram. Okay. <laughs> she said, hey, I have these cutest Oh, yes, boxes, yes, yes. And I've I seen your correspondences. Them. And so we're going to do a giveaway on Instagram because these boxes are so cute. I thought they would be great for real estate agents, to be quite honest. Oh, great. So what is that at the end of the week? Should Whenever we, I get What is milked. the handle we need to look at? Carentology. That's on her. So this giveaway <laughs> is on her handle? It's on Instagram, and I will be tagging her. So we need to look at your Instagram. Look at my Instagram. You just said Carentology. I just, I didn't What know is your handle that we need to look Sugar at? Sugar Cookie Marketing School. There we go.